The 2023-2024 UMass hockey schedule is here. We're going to go through it matchup by matchup and give our predictions how we think UMass is going to fare this year. Should be a fun one, so let's go. character hello everybody and welcome to episode 91 of high character we have a fun little episode coming out here for you the second one of this new season we are going to be previewing umass hockey's schedule for this upcoming year we did it last year see so you guys seem to really like it it was one of our highest viewed episodes of the season so we're back for round two uh for the 2023-24 season my name is cameron and i am joined as always by my good buddy evan evan how's it going man Going well. I'm very sore. I hiked a mountain two days ago. It was very difficult, but this is going to be a much more brain-focused episode rather than a physical one, so I am definitely fresh and ready to go. I couldn't be more excited. This is probably one of my favorite episodes to do because it's kind of fun to like listen to it back and see if I'm a complete idiot or not when it comes to the predictions, so yeah, I'm definitely ready to get going. Yeah, last year we gave our, uh, our record prediction at the end of the season what we thought it was going to be and we were we were a good ways off i think we yeah. both had them well above 500 we all know what happened last year but we're gonna we're gonna try again our first episode this year obviously previewing the new players the newcomers we're gonna be pre uh previewing the schedule here so we're gonna go series by series or if it's just one game game by game we're gonna talk a little bit about the matchup what we think might happen uh last year we had a couple couple random trap games that we found like a UNH road day game, something like that. Just like the uniqueness in the schedule, we're going to go through and give our take on it. And at the end of each matchup preview, we're going to say what we think UMass is going to do. So we'll tally up our wins, losses, and ties and give our record predictions at the end of the episode. So without further ado, first matchup of the season, you've seen our countdowns forward on social media, October 7th versus AIC. At Mullen Center last year, UMass played at Mass Mutual Center. Uh, this year, AIC is playing in Amherst, and it was a tie last year, two to two, I believe. So, AIC coming in kind of a down year compared to what they've been doing last year. Um, pretty good regular season. Their final record was 18, 14, and seven, but they lost in the quarterfinals, I believe, of the Atlantic Hockey Tournament. So, um, very disappointing from what they've been been able to do the last few years. So. Um, not sure if that's any indication on how they'll be this year, but that was pretty notable to me looking at their schedule from last year. Yeah. I mean, AIC is always going to be like pretty solid when it comes to, you know, interconference play for them. I mean, the Atlantic is admittedly not probably the best, you know, conference in the grand scheme of things, but I mean, they, they know how to get it done. They, they definitely take care of their, of their conference play very well. But I, I mean, if I, if I look at this game on paper, I think we have a we have a really really good shot against them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just I think we are a much improved team compared to last season. When we look at how last season went, I mean, it was a tie, you know, and that was coming off of so our very first game that we played last season was an exhibition against Sacred Heart. We lost that. You know, we were not the best team starting off last season. We started to pick up steam a little bit more. I mean, AIC if I remember that game correctly, I mean, we had, we had, you could tell that we were kind of a team that was learning how to get better. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a similar start to the season, but realistically, I think 
you know, Carvey's going to have this team ready. I think he learned a lot from last season when it comes to, you know, intensity and stuff. And we're going to be coming right out the gate. And I think we're going to put on a really good performance against AIC. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I have this one as a win to start the season off on a, on a good note. Yeah, exactly the same. I mean, and just, just to wrap it up, I mean, AIC lost a lot of good players over the course of last season. I don't know much about their recruiting class. I mean, I'd like to think I'm a pretty good college hockey resource, but I don't know every team. So, I mean, they lost their their goalie, Jarrett Fisk. They lost, I think, their top scorer. I think his last name was like Bennett or something like that. But I don't know who they got to replace those guys. So we're going to look good, pretty, pretty good, I think. Yeah, so uh, obviously we're all looking forward to that first game. Uh, hopefully we get a nice win under our belts. So the next game on the schedule uh, isn't technically a game for the regular season. It's the next day, October 8th, the Sunday, and it's an exhibition game. So the exhibition is after the season starts up in uh, Hanover, New Hampshire. They're playing Dartmouth on the road. Um, I don't take too much like into this one. Um, I think UMass is really going to treat it like an exhibition game. But it's just interesting knowing that last year we talked to Coach Carville and he said that he was going to use the exhibition game to really learn. The lines he said he when he was on our podcast said that he was going to go into it not making the lines he was just going to have somebody else make them for him and then see how that goes before going into the regular season so it's going to be interesting having the exhibition be after the first game that's what i was just about to mention i mean i feel like the dartmouth game wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe try some different things i think he'll have a really good idea of what he wants his starting roster to be you know and his his opening lines in the aic game but then who knows? Maybe he finds a line that he doesn't really like. It didn't really gel very well during the game. He wants to see more effort out of them or something like that. And I think the Dartmouth game could just be a straight up learning experience. You know what I mean? It's not going to matter record wise. I don't think it you know, matters for pair wise or anything like that. It's basically just a practice game. Again, you know, it's like a, it's like a padded practice in football. You know what I mean? You just go there, have a little joint practice, a little game. Doesn't really matter. But just 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 for the hell of it, I'll, I'll chalk it up as a win. I think I think we definitely would have the. Uh, the the quality to be Dartmouth. It's not going to matter for the record or anything like that. I'm just kind of throwing that out there for fun. But yeah. Yeah. After seeing our exhibition against Sacred Heart last year, I, I don't even think I could make a prediction. If it's full practice, who knows what's going to happen. But yeah. Um, win or lose doesn't mean anything to me at the end of the day, honestly. Fair enough. Um, so the next weekend, it's a big one. Uh, October 13th and 14th, Friday and Saturday at home against the University of Michigan. Michigan had an incredible season last year. They went all the way to the Frozen Four and lost to the uh, eventual champions, Quinnipiac, 5-2 to two in the, the Final Four round. I uh, remember UMass tied Quinnipiac earlier that season, so um, that ended up being a pretty uh, pretty impressive result, all things considered. But Michigan, um, they're returning some of their top guys. I think this is going to be a really tough matchup in all honesty. Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm going to be completely blunt and honest here. I don't I mean, it's going to be a really, really tough weekend for us. I mean, simple as that, you know, with last season, we went against Denver returning champs, obviously at home and the seemingly impossible happened. You know what I mean? We, we won both games. We looked amazing. I mean, I don't think that's meant to be the expectation going forward, at least realistically. You know, obviously, I'm going to be rooting for the guys. I'm going to want the best for everybody. But. I'm trying to be as objective as possible here. And I don't want to go full Homer. You know what I mean? Cause if I'm going to go full Homer here, I'm going to say that we're going to finish the season 34 now. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's, that's the obvious answer. So if I'm being honest here, we, we could get swept. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? This is still going to be a very young team. We're bringing in, what is it? 13, 14 new guys. 
Yeah. It's it, it, they're going up against a team that's probably going to be ranked top 5 to start the season. I don't think the rankings went out yet, but I think they will soon. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, this is a top 5 team, no doubt. It's not going to have Fantilli on it. I get that, but they still have a plethora of talent, you know, w- without Fantilli being on the team. So, I don't know. I'm think I'm thinking we get swept here if I'm being honest with myself, but yeah, I'm hoping yeah. not. I have the same result obviously rooting against it, but um Hey, we're setting ourselves up to win either way. Either either that happens and we're right, we could say we're right, or it doesn't happen and we're just giddy with UMass winning uh, in a big upset. So um, they'll be tough games, but they'll be they'll be pretty fun to watch. If anything similar to what happens last year against Denver happens, it's going to be a fun weekend at Mullins for sure. Yeah, and that's not to say that I don't think the games would be relatively close. I I could totally see us putting up a really good fight. Who knows? We might skirt by with a tie in one of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But realistically i mean michigan just has insane quality you know that's just the name of their game they just have insane skill so Mm -hmm. it is what it is and obviously we're going to see how it shakes out but yeah that's definitely my prediction for now yeah and hopefully you hear our words echoed over some hype video after umass sweeps michigan dude Uh, if if tucci gets that going bro i will eat my words and i will smile (laughs) i will share that over everything and i will gladly look like the biggest idiot in the world absolutely but we'll we'll for sure be there for both and uh, obviously cheering our favorite team on more than anybody else. So, yes, sir. Uh, the next weekend on the schedule, October twentieth and twenty first, uh, we're gonna be away. Minnesota State. If you remember, um, a couple years ago, Minnesota State played at Mullins, so I, I believe this is the exchange for that series. And Minnesota State had a really impressive year yet again last year. Their final record ended up being 25-13-1, and one, and they went to the NCAA tournament where they lost in the first round. But they did win their conference championship. But this year, much different team. So uh, I believe you have a little bit more of the scoop there, but it's it's going to be a much different Minnesota State team than we're used to seeing. Yeah, I was talking to you before we hit record, and I, I kind of was just briefing you real quick, and I said this probably could be a cupcake series. I mean, and you were like, no, no way. Minnesota State was nasty their coach left and that that's kind of the big thing that I think a lot of people might not have been aware of is that their coach I think moved on to uh I think it was Wisconsin so that's actually where uh, where Tyson Dick ended up going too hmm. and um yeah so Minnesota State's coach up and left took basically all their best players with them and now they're you know the new coach I don't know who it is but he's kind of just trying to assemble his own little squad um I don't remember what school he came from but Minnesota State is an extremely different team this time around. They came into our house and completely whooped us two years ago. I think the complete and utter inverse is going to happen this time. We're going to go to Mankato, destroy them in both games, and just completely wipe the floor with them. And we're going to have a fun time doing it, in my opinion. That would be incredible to see. I'm going to go with one win and one tie just because it's on the road. Uh, pretty One of the bigger road trips of the entire season going all the way out to Mankato. So... Um, I don't know. Any, anything can happen when you're on the road. Uh, I like our chances after hearing all the departures at Minnesota State, but I'll just give one game as a tie because road games are tough. Yeah, I appreciate the the conservative estimate there, but I don't know. I th- this is one that I am completely adamant on. I mean, we, we just right. are going to completely just outshine them in every way, shape, or form, especially after the Michigan series. I think we're going to have something to prove. I think we're going to be sitting there saying, Ah, you know, like that Michigan series was tough, but, you know, if we play hard, we're going to be able to, you know, take care of whoever's in our way. And I think we're going to have a fire under us and Minnesota State's just going to be that, that just little thing that's just in the way that we just want to kill. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'll be fun. I'd love to see it. All right. So the next weekend we have BU, um, October 27th and 28th. 
the defending hockey East champs. They're actually number one in the, the preseason poll and the coaches poll for this season. They were nasty last year. They went all the way to the frozen four and they're going to be even nastier this year. I would imagine uh, this is a, this is a scary series in the first, first month of the season. Yeah, no, um, I'm again, complete blunt honesty. Um, you guys are going to hear something a little similar to the Michigan series. I I'm, I'm expecting two, two L's here. I mean, yeah. BU had our number last year, you know, in every sense of the word, we were getting absolutely spanked basically in every game that we played against them. And I mean, it's just because BU just, again, they just have insane quality in their players. Like they just added, uh, I think his name's Macklin Celebrini. Dude's supposed to be the number one overall pick in 2024. Like they have literally like the Connor Bedard of, of next draft. I mean, I don't think he's going to be as good as Connor Bedard. Like that guy's generational, but you get the idea. I mean, they have insanely good players like Lane Hudson's coming back. That dude put up almost 50 as a defenseman last season. He's coming back for another year. Like, dude, <laughs> like they just on, on basically bold zones, they just have insane quality. So yeah. it is what it is, but yeah, I'm expecting two losses there, but. Yeah, I'm in the same boat just seeing how the games went last year against BU, how they were just no contest mm -hmm. um, and they got even better seemingly. So I, I'm kind of with you there. Yeah. So uh, next weekend, only one game instead of two, November 3rd. It's a Friday night at Mullins against Northeastern. And Northeastern, uh, as usual, will have a pretty good squad. They're ranked number four in the preseason poll. But they have a very hard time playing at Mullen Center, and I have to imagine that that's going to come into play again. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, I I have this down. Spoiler alert: as a win, um, mm -hmm. I I'm not very high on on Northeastern, admittedly. Um, yeah. I put out like a little kind of fun preseason rankings thing. I think like two months ago, and I have Northeastern. I think somewhere on like seventh or eighth. Like Devin Levi being gone is a massive blow to them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just they're just not going to be the same team. That guy was single-handedly stealing them games. You know they still have some quality up front and in, in the decor, but you know when you lose literally one of the you know essentially the best goalie in college hockey, you're you're going to have a tough time. And yeah. I I just I don't think they're going to have it this season. And I think we'll be able to take advantage of that, especially when it's at home, because we've kind of you know Mullins has been a little bit of a house of horrors for them. You know usually. Levi and the rest of their team was unsolvable, but mm. at Mullins, we, we could crack the code a little bit. So hoping for a similar, similar uh, thing happening. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in full agreement with you. I think that preseason pulls a little Boston bias, um, BU and BC being in the top two, I agree with, but definitely not Northeastern this year, especially without Levi. So I have this one as a win as well. Very good to hear. <laughs> All right. Weekend after that, November 10th and 11th, two games at home against Vermont, Vermont, uh, historically, the last three, four, five years now have been very bad. They're picked yet again to be last in the, the Hockey East preseason poll. I think they're going to be a little bit better than people expect this year, but um, I don't think they're going to be at an elite level or anywhere close to that. I genuinely don't think I could be on the opposite side of the spectrum as you. I think they're going to be potentially worse than UNH. Um, Vermont, I think, is going to be just – a dumpster fire just because I'm pretty sure their coach got fired um, mm. like a month or two ago because of some, I don't remember the exact language, but of some sort of inappropriate relationship. Uh, oh, no. I, yeah, I don't think, I don't know how far they went on that in inside of like, you know, all the news stories and stuff. Right. But yeah, Woodcroft is out um, as far as I know. So 
you know, that's the whole reason why Alex Bump, you know, UMass legend, if you're mm -hmm. part of the, the UMass Twitter uh, hockey universe, you know about our good pal Alex Bump. Um, part of a, where did he go? Western Michigan? I mean, mm -hmm. really, that's just Western Mass University. So, I mean, come on. He, he's basically <laughs> at UMass. But, no, in all seriousness, um, yeah, Vermont's kind of lacking just overall direction right now just because of their coaching issues. So, I, I definitely see two wins against Vermont. You know, usually we go up to Vermont and absolutely destroy them. And this time we're going to have them at home. So it just, I don't think it gets to be much of a better setup in my eyes for a nice, nice little weekend sweep there. Yeah, I agree with you. I have both games here as a win. I just think they're going to be, I, I really don't like New Hampshire this year. I think they're going to be above them, but not very yeah. much higher than that. I don't blame you. I think I think we'll have I think basically every single series between those two teams will just be considered the toilet bowl. <laughs> like yeah. just, you know, they're yeah. both catching strays because everybody catches a stray on a high character episode at least once. Exactly. And this time we get two of them. Exactly. All right. So the next series is uh November 16th and November 18th. So a Thursday and Saturday uh against Providence. The first one will be at Providence, the second one will be at Mullen Center. Providence was a tricky opponent for us last year. Um Almost most of Hockey East was uh, conference play was not good for UMass last year, but um, I'm not really sure what to expect from them this year. They're they're pretty middle of the pack in the Hockey East preseason poll, number six. Um, so kind of a mystery, at least to me. I don't know if you have a, a more drastic take on them. I don't really have a drastic take. I mean, I I agree with you with not knowing exactly how to feel. So I think my my prediction is a little bit conservative. I'm going with a split. I think mm. I think we lose away, we win at home. Um, kind of a weenie take if you think about it, you know, I mean, not really showing much conviction, but realistically, I mean, Providence is going to have their goalie. I think Sved back. He's going to be back and he's yeah. filthy. You know, he's only going to get better. He was basically one of the main reasons why we weren't able to, to beat them, you know, last season, mm -hmm. like he was just always on point and on his game. So he's going to be difficult to solve, but I think with our skilled freshmen coming in, we're going to have the offensive firepower to, you know, put some goals in the back of the net, which was something that we, we were lacking at, at, at times last season. So yeah. I think we're going to match up against them much better. And I think that, you know, defensively, you know, just across the board, we're going to improve. And I'm not sure if Providence is going to be able to maintain their, you know, good amounts of success that they've had recently. So yeah, I'm for I, a split. yeah, I'm, I'm right with you. I'm also going to predict a split. Um, I think, UMass has had Providence's number for the better half of six or seven years now. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's just felt that way outside of yeah. last season. So I'm uh, I'm hoping we can lean more towards that. I'm hoping uh, it could be even better than a split, maybe a win-tie or maybe even a win-win. But uh, I'll be conservative as well and go with the split. So the next matchup is a very interesting one. Only one game over the, the next weekend. November 24th, it's Black Friday. 4 p.m. game at Harvard. Um, haven't played them in a while. The last time I can remember was the NCAA tournament in 2019. Uh, you might correct me if I'm wrong. Um, no, that sounds about right. I think that was the last time we played them in the in the NCAA tournament, beat them 4 nothing. And Harvard was a very impressive team last year. They finished 24-8-2. Uh, they went to the NCAA tournament and got demolished by Ohio State 8-1. to in yep. the regional semifinal round, but overall they had a very solid year. Um, no, I don't think there's any reason to expect them not to be good again this year. They usually have a pretty solid club, uh, and to play at Harvard for the first time in a long time, 
Personally, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be packed with UMass fans on a holiday weekend. I think it's going to be a great time. Yeah, but what about the prediction, Cam? I'll let you go first. Okay. Well, I was curious to see if we were going to differ here. So I, I'm going I'm going balls to the wall on this one. I'm predicting a W. I know that sounds insane. Hear me out. Packed. What is it? The Frida's Ice Form? I don't even know. What's what's the name of the place? I'm not uh, sure. Uh, wherever, the, whatever their stadium is called, it's gonna be packed with UMass fans, just as you said. We'll you know? we'll know the name and have an arena review sometime in December or late November. So hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, no, we're a little little premature on that, but yeah, apologies for the lack of prep on that one. But we're gonna pack their house. I mean, it's it's gonna essentially be a home game. We're gonna turn it into Mullins East, just like we did with the basketball game. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be really showing out and supporting the boys and. We know that this team feeds off energy. You know what I mean? That's just the type of high character program that we are. So I I really do think regardless of how Harvard has been recently, they've been absolutely killing it on the recruiting trail, but that's not even relevant to this season because those guys ain't coming for a couple of years anyway. I think, you know, my initial gut check reaction is we're always due for one surprise win. And that happened last season with Denver. I'm expecting this 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 Harvard game to be the one where we really put our foot down on the enemy and we're going to really start a, a good winning streak because look at the past predictions. I got beating, beating Northeastern sweeping Vermont, losing to Providence, but then getting win against Providence. Now Harvard, that's like five out of the last six games. We're going to be winning right there. I think we got the momentum to beat them. Yeah. I think this is going to be a win as well. Um, Ooh, I think okay. it's going to be a total, total high character classic gritty chippy game maybe like a 2-1-3-2 finish like fully aided by a, a boisterous UMass crowd uh Thanksgiving the day before people are going to be feeling good uh, from work on a Friday uh I, I think it's I think it's going to be a UMass win I'm right with you I love to hear that I mean just lots of moments dude you got me you got me wishing that the game was tomorrow at this point I'm feeling <laughs> pumped right now let's go but yeah, no, we're, we're carving ourselves a nice little win streak, I think, in both of our predictions right now. I think this is going to be a good time of the year for UMass to shine. I really like this as like a season-defining type win. Like yeah. A regular season-defining type win. 100%. All right. I I, I, I kind of like the fact that we're kind of aligned on this, but also uh, I feel like not, not too many hot takes going on yet. So maybe we'll see some more later on in the episode. We'll see. Well, I doubt it for this next one. So the next yeah. weekend, um, it's just another one game, December 1st. It's a Friday night. Up in Burlington, Vermont, against Vermont, Evan just talked about uh, how bad he thinks they're going to be this year. I don't see this as being a challenging game. Even though it is on the road, we saw uh, how UMass was able to handle um, that building a couple years ago. Uh, I have this as a UMass win. Maybe it's a hot take. I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I do think UMass is going to find a way to win. It might be ugly, but they're going to get the win. Yeah, you see, I I disagree. I think this will be another very handy win. I think right yeah. after the Harvard game, boys are flying. Everybody's loving life right now. We're probably going to be ranked at this point. You know what I mean? Like people are just <laughs> loving the thought about that. I mean, again, this is like my my sick twisted fantasy right now playing out in my head. But uh -huh. yeah, no, I'm definitely feeling another another win against Vermont. I mean, not to be mean, but guys, it's it's Vermont. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're not they're not really going to be showing anybody up right here, in my opinion. So. Hey, if I eat my words later on, I'm going to look like a dope as usual, but I'm confident going into this uh, this answer right here. All right. So uh, the next weekend, December 8th and December 9th, two games at Mullins again against Alaska Anchorage. They had a very 
disappointing year last year. They finished 8-19-1, and and obviously they have the disadvantage of having to travel from, what is it, six time zones away in Alaska. Yeah, something like that. It's coming crazy. To, coming to Amherst. Um, although they have all of this stacked against them, including their last year, I I don't like predicting it, but I have this as a I have UMass having a freak loss in one of these games. I have them splitting, um, and part of that is based off of last year. Alaska Anchorage went into Lowell and they took both games um, on the road in Lowell. Um, I think that group of guys really probably enjoys playing an underdog type game, being all the way out there. Um, being a bad team on paper so i don't know i don't like predicting it but i think this one's going to be a split all right that's the i guess that's the first hot take because i have in my opinion an, an easy sweep right here mm-hmm. you know i think i think just the the overall travel for alaska anchorage is going to be tough i mean who knows they might be playing against other teams in the area right before it might not even be that bad of travel they might be acclimated i haven't looked at their schedule but i don't know it's just I, I, I completely understand what you say when you think of like a freak loss because it happens to every team. That's just mm-hmm. the way hockey goes. But I don't think it's right now. You know what I mean? I just feel like the momentum is just too good. You know, the only thing that I could potentially see, and it's very tough to predict these sorts of things, is like, you know, injuries or something like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there were times last season and, you know, seasons before where we get really thin on the forward core because, you know, people just get injured or whatever. Obviously, nobody wants to have to predict that, but who knows? I, I could see that happening, especially because this is right before the break. You know what I mean? Like this is where guys are probably be the most banged up just because they're playing hockey for so long without a, a major break like that. So we'll see how it shakes out. But my official prediction is two wins right here. We're just, we just have, have too much for them in my opinion. Once again, I'd love to be wrong. But... Yeah, of course. All right. Our, uh, our next couple games are a good ways away. This uh, after that December 9th, Alaska Anchorage game, it'll be the winter break the hockey team they won't have a game until after christmas and it'll be the adirondack winter invitational a little um invite series up at lake placid new york um that was the site of the olympics in the year of miracle on ice i believe that was 1980 um i'm not sure if it's the same rink evan and i were talking about it we'll we'll find out soon we're gonna be at the series which will be a pretty fun road trip but umass's first game it'll be on december 29th of friday evening against Cornell and Cornell had a really good year last year. They finished with a record of 21, 11 and two, and they went to the regional finals of the NCAA tournament. They lost to BU two to one. So they kept it close there. And um, they also lost in their conference tournament last year, but uh, their conference tournament plate, their conference tournament takes place in Lake Placid also every year. So um, this will be kind of a de facto home game for them in a way. Yep. And uh, with all that considered, I'm not huge on UMass's chances for this one. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I, I have this down as an L personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we had our our you know kind of in season tournament last year, it was kind of a nightmare. Admittedly, that was the, that was the quick trip. Uh, yeah, invitational, right? <laughs> quick trip holiday face off. Yeah, want to get yeah. technical there, but yeah, no, that was that was a tough time for UMass. Um, I don't remember the exact timing of it. I think that was our first set of games after a break. Yeah, um, it was. It was the same weekend. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. We just something something about us where we just we don't play our best hockey immediately after a break, and especially with a pretty tough Cornell team, I wouldn't be that shocked, you know, if if things go poorly. But 
Yeah, that's why I have it down as an L. I mean, Cornell's a solid team, like you mm-hmm. said, de facto home game. So it's gonna it's gonna definitely be a tough go. I think it'll be a bit of a wake up call. Yeah, because, you know, we're gonna be riding the high of that crazy win streak that I kind of have predicted for us. You know, and I think this will kind of set us back down to earth a little bit and be a bit of a of a humbling experience for us. Yeah, I have the same prediction as you. Um, and then for the second game, UMass will take on the winner of Clarkson or the loser, uh, wherever, however that game shakes out, yeah. of Clarkson versus Arizona State, two teams that are kind of lesser than Cornell. Um, I believe Clarkson was the team that beat UMass in the quick trip holiday faceoff last year, and Arizona State finished outside of any kind of rankings or anything. So this is this is where I see UMass getting a um, a win. So I think they're going to come away from this weekend with a split. I hate how we're so aligned on this, man. I don't know if that just means that we just know puck or I don't know. Something's <laughs> something's just grinding my gears about that. But yeah, I completely agree. Um, just for both the fact that I mean you, it's kind of tough to predict exactly when you don't even know the opponent. But I think just off, you know, pure vibes, I feel like it'll be a time where, you know, we really do show, you know, good leadership, good character, good work ethic to really get back, you know, get back into a into a winning form after after a big loss like that. So yeah, completely agree. Yeah. All right. So uh the first game of 2024 will be January 5th, a Friday. Just one game in that weekend at home against UConn. UConn has been a pretty good, formidable opponent for UMass the last couple of years. Um, a lot of history. Uh, of course, the hockey East Championship game a couple of years ago. They've been a pretty good squad. They're selected to be number five in the preseason poll. Um, I kind of agree with that. I think they're going to be pretty good yet again. And uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure what to think about this series. I think UConn's a little bit more of a mystery with how they're going to do this year, but I think it'll be a close game for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm going with a loss on this one. I'm actually pretty high on UConn, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, keeping, you know, a guy like Matthew Wood, he's going to be absolutely filthy. You know, their goalie situation, I'm pretty sure, solved itself. I forget. I think it's Logan Turness that ended up moving on to another school. I think he transferred out, but that means that they kept uh, the Russian guy. I forget his last name off the top of my head. I think it starts with an A, but yeah, I think they, I think they kept him on the roster and he's looking, you know, to be a really, really good, good goalie. So um, don't fact check me on the whole goalie thing. I know one of them stayed and one of them left though. So either one, I both think they're really talented individuals. So yeah, I think, I think UConn definitely has the edge. I wouldn't be surprised if they wiped the floor with us. You know what I mean? Like they, they were a very, very tough team to play against last season, last season as well. Um, I'm pretty sure we fared, you know, I think we still lost to UConn um, at Mullins last year, but I'm, if I remember correctly, that was the game where we looked really, really good. Yeah. And we just happened to have lost. Yeah. That was a tough one. So, I mean, who knows? It could be a similar situation, but I think UConn really does have the quality this year. You know, I'm really high on them. I think I have them ranked like third. So yeah, yeah I think I think they they will beat us in this game. Unfortunately, I actually have this one as a tie. So, Fair. Um, that's where I'm leaning. Um, the next series, uh, the the next weekend, January 12th and 13th, a home and home with Merrimack. The first one on Friday night will be at Mullins. The second one will be up at Lawler Rink. Merrimack has been another really good opponent. Uh, UMass has played nothing but close games with them the yep. last couple of years, and I fully expect them to be uh, a very good squad this year. I, they're they're predicted to be number three uh, in the preseason poll, and they've they've been really good the last few years. So I expect nothing nothing less from them. 
Yeah, I have them at two right now in, in my little preseason rankings. Um, really, really good team, especially lately. They've definitely learned how to kind of pick it up. And, you know, their coach, uh, Scott Borek, I'm pretty sure, absolutely knows how to get the best out of his players. So they're looking really, really good, of course. And, yeah, if you if you guys follow high character, you guys know how close, you know, you, games against UMass are w- with them. So I have it down as us getting swept, um, frankly. I think that it's it's going to be a really, really close series. But, I mean, I just think we're going to lose both. You know, they're probably going to be really close. It's probably going to be like a 3-2 and like a 2-1 or, you know, the, the classic close game scoreline. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they have a really, really good squad right now, and I, I could definitely see them uh, capitalizing against UMass in both games. I have a I have a tie and a loss written down for these two. Not sure, not sure how that'll fare with the home and away game, but that's that's my prediction. That's fair. All right. So the next game will be January twentieth, the next Saturday, another weekend with just one game, and this will be at Northeastern. Um, we've talked about Northeastern a little bit and how UMass has played them really well. Uh, Evans definitely down on them this year, especially having lost Levi. So um, I I think this is going to be a good solid game. I think UMass has a very good chance to get a road win. Yeah, I agree. I have it down as a W. Um, it's kind of funny how I think we play Northeastern twice, and both times are only one game series. Like, yeah, it's just like we we don't even play them on the same weekend. So it's kind of interesting that you know both teams might be hiding, you know, or you know having highs or lows at that you know given point wherever we play them. But I think we'll definitely have the upper hand both times we face them. So yeah, I'm chalking it up as a W. I hate playing them at, at Matthews. You know, I've had some some bad experiences playing them at Matthews. So um, not my favorite game to attend, admittedly, but I'm obviously going to be there. And I think I think this one time it'll be a, a good a good shout for me to go there and, and catch a win for UMass. It'll be, it'll be a fun time indeed. Yeah, even though I think this game is very winnable for UMass, I have this one as a loss. I just think Matthews, Matthews' vibe is really bad at times. And once... Once things start to go downhill, they go they go down real fast. So um, I'm also with you. I hate playing in that building. That's it's not a fun not a fun place to be. Is that our is that our first time having complete inverses of a, of a result? I think we've I think we've differed before, but I think it was like a tie instead of a loss yeah. or something like that. So yeah, yeah, that's our first time where we are just completely inverse of each other with the prediction. But yep. hey, that's why we're here. And if that ends up being our only complete difference, we're both going to be going to this game. And regardless of the result, I think one of us will be really happy and the other one will be really upset. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. I think I don't think that's the case. I think we'll either both be really happy or well, both be really upset. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying purely if you guys are interested yeah. in the prediction part. I mean, obviously that's what I meant there. What are we gonna start rooting for for Northeastern? What the hell kind of podcast is this? You know, like maybe if it was April first and then like we we you know we rebrand to a northeastern podcast yeah. instead of a BC one like like before, yeah. but yeah, who knows? But yeah, I hate Northeastern. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next weekend, um, actually, yeah, that's the next weekend. Or no, maybe there's a weekend off between there. January 20th is the Northeastern game, and then February yep. 2nd is the Merrimack game. So there's a weekend off in there. Yep. Um, yeah. So February 2nd, Friday night against Merrimack on the road. And then February 3rd, Saturday against Maine at Mullins. So a funky little weekend there. We'll talk about Merrimack first. We've already. Uh, kind of mentioned their history with UMass and all the close games. Uh, I also don't enjoy games at Lawler, especially with that team being good. I'll say that. Yeah, 
Hundred percent. I mean, the one thing I can appreciate about Merrimack, even though they play in essentially a high school rink, um, their student section has been showing up a lot. <laughs> like I remember, I was wearing, I think it was the high character jersey that I have, and they were giving it to me, man. <laughs> like those yeah. students were legit, and I loved every second of it. That's the type of atmosphere that I that I love to take in when I'm going to an away game. But yeah, I I honestly think that I'll be able to have the last laugh at the end of the day. This might be a shocking prediction, but. It always feels like with every series, there's never a series sweep. I feel mm-hmm. like every single time somebody's going to get at least one game whenever we play them. And we've been playing against them, I think, three times quite a bit recently. Yeah. So we, we've had our, our fair share of games against them, and we always seem to take one at minimum. So I, I think that's going to happen here. I think we're going to kind of, you know, again, off the Northeastern win that I'm hopefully, you know, thinking that we're going to see. I think we'll have a little bit of momentum, and we're going to start to feel – pretty good you know at this point you know i think this will be another not like a season defining win but i think it'll be something we can hang our hats on especially against a team that will probably be you know definitely overperforming in the context of hockey east up until this point i'm right with you i think this is going to be one of the bigger wins of the season and i think you're just giving carvey and co too much time you got two weeks to, yep. to figure out a game plan what you're going to do and how you're going to roll into lawler so i i like a win in this game as well definitely all right, so then uh, the next day, Saturday night against Maine at Mullen Center. Uh, very interesting to have uh, a home and home, but have them not be the same teams. Uh, Maine was pretty solid last year. They really collapsed at the end of the season. Uh, UMass was able to sweep them on the road, which was a really fun time. They're picked to be right below UMass at number nine in the preseason poll. Um I'm really not sure what to think about them, especially considering their big collapse last year. I'll be honest; I think they're going to be pretty solid. Yeah, I, I kind of like I kind of like Maine this season. Um, they're going to bring back Osman, who admittedly wasn't amazing against UMass at the end of last season, but throughout the entire course of the regular season, you know, last season in general, he's pretty filthy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He he had really really good stats. He's going to have another off season of experience under his belt. He's a damn good goalie. And I think having that, plus they just got, I think they have Bradley Nadeau on the team now, who was a, a teammate of the guy that I'm kind of hanging my hat on, Adar Sinaev. Um, hmm. You know, they played together on the Pentaton Vs. He was a first-round pick to, I believe, the Hurricanes, if I'm not mistaken. It's completely off memory. So someone wants to fact-check me, go for it. But, I'm um, out on Twitter. Exactly, yeah. Evan, Evan underscore Sully. Follow me on my socials. Quick plug. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely think that uh, Maine's going to be a surprisingly good team this season, and I think we might get a loss here. I think they might shock us, especially after a big win. We're going to put a lot of energy into the Merrimack game. I think we might be a little tired going up against Maine the, the night after, and I think I think they'll sneak one by us. I'm, I'm going to differ with you. I think they're going to be riding the high of the win, and I think they're going to stomp them. I think this is going to be a big win. Okay. At Mullen Center, the I love the to hear that. The students are they going to be back? Did they increase winter break? I'm not I'll sure. be honest. I have no clue. I've been removed from student activities from that university for I think four years now. So it's it's getting yeah. I have no I'm pull, clue. I'm pulling up the academic calendar because that kind of swings where Fair I'm enough. going with this. First day class. Me. First day of classes, February first. This this game is February second. It's going to be rowdy. Yeah, they're, we're going to be sold back. That's going to be crazy. This is going to be a big win. I, okay, that's what I got. But I don't want to. I don't want to think about this in theory craft too much. But it's also the first weekend back. Are they going to be out at the bars? No. 
You don't think so? No. You think you think the Carby's, team's gonna be doing good enough, and we're gonna after get everybody last on year, board? Carby's gonna have this group under control. I like that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about that team. I'm talking about the students. Oh, the students. You dope. What the? <laughs> Obviously, I, I, we have nothing I, but the high character guys. Friday is a big night at the bars. Okay. And then Saturday, big night at Mullins. Okay, see, that's different. That's important. No, obviously, I was talking about the students. You dope. Cut that out. Get out of here. <laughs> you think they're going to be, be celebrating that Merrimack win too too much? Who Play? knows, man? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, hey, we we are prone to have big time celebrations inside of Merrimack's arena. Hockey yep. champions, you know, back in the day. If anybody wants to remember that, true, true. But yeah, so all right, let's before we start disparaging the team too much accidentally, let's move on to the next series. All right, I I like a I like a five one six two win in that main Ooh. game. All right, the next series following weekend Friday and Saturday home and home with UConn. First game's on the road at their little tiny on campus rink. Second game is going to be at Mullen Center, and I got to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous about this series. Yeah, no. Um, spoiler alert: I have it down as a sweep for UConn. I I don't like our chances against UConn this season, quite frankly. You know, we when we played against them in their little tiny on-campus arena, as you just so called it, uh, we got a quick one. I think Lautenbach scored like 10 seconds in, and then we were proceeded to get absolutely dominated the rest of the game, just completely humbled. Um, I, I still stand by my statement. I think UConn is a very good team. They're going to be a very, very good team this season. I think the rankings have them too low. I'm expecting to be a top three team. I think Matthew Wood... Wow may have a Hobie Baker type season. Wow. I, okay. I genuinely, like, I'm not even, like, I genuinely think that UConn is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And that's not to say that UMass won't be ready, but I think it's really, really tough for any team to stop a team with, you know, UConn's firepower offensively. So we'll see how it shakes out, but I'm not expecting any miracles this weekend. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. I definitely expect a loss in this road game. Um, I have this the home game as a tie. I think they salvage a point or two in that one, but I, I'm I'm agreeing with you that I think UConn's going to be a very tough opponent. Hundred percent. All right. And speaking of tough opponents, the next yeah. weekend, February sixteenth and seventeenth, a home and a home with BC. Uh, first games at Mullen, second games up in Newton. Um, BC has been a very very tough opponent for UMass over the last couple of years. There's no sugarcoating it at all. Um, they've just really had UMass's number all time, really. Um, and I really, I want more than anything to see this flip on its head, this trend. But I am not so confident that it will, especially yeah, this I, year. Yeah, so I, I have a bit of a weird prediction. I'll preface this with that. So I completely agree. I'm hoping that we can just absolutely wipe the floor with them at least one game. Because there is nothing that I like to see more than BC fans be upset about hockey-related stuff. Mm-hmm. second second to basketball related stuff you know what i mean like just all of their athletics i just i hate bc so much <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm gonna go with a bit of a weird prediction here i'm going with two ties wow i i don't think i think let's be real okay bc is going to be a pretty good team this season like yeah. probably top two like a lot of a lot of the preseason polls have them at two i think i have them at like four like i still think that they are going to be a, a top four team this season I, I don't know. I think there's just something about losing to UConn where, again, we're going to have a fire. I think, you know, we're going to be on a three-game losing streak if my predictions go as planned. I think this is where, you know, we're going to put in a really, really good effort, and this just going to be a situation where I don't know if it'll be the refs. I don't know if it's just going to be a stupid puck going in against us or something like that. I think some BS is going to happen in the series where we should have won, 
but things mm-hmm. just don't go our way. And I think that's that's just how the how the weekend's gonna go. So I'm predicting two ties. Spoiler, the only two ties of the season for me. Interesting. So I think they both come against BC. All right. I uh I'm a little more pessimistic. I have both games being a loss, unfortunately. Okay. I hate to say that, you know that, but oh of course. It's brutal. Yeah, right, we, so get, we next, gotta keep it real on this. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be realistic. There you go. So the next weekend, February 23rd and 24th, a home and home with New Hampshire. First game at Mullen Center, second game up in Durham. Uh, like we talked about, New Hampshire, uh, kind of a dumpster fire this year. Uh, Going to be competing in the in the toilet bowl with Vermont for a lot of the season, in our eyes. Um, I I like UMass's chances uh, if if we're following my trend as a nice bounce back weekend. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna share your sentiments. I agree that there will be two wins in this series. However, I think the game at UNH is going to be probably like an OT win, and we're going to be clenching our buttholes the entire time <laughs> because we historically have had some issues against UNH at, at at their home stadium. And Except for last year, funny enough. Yeah, yeah, and that was the one game that I didn't go to because I had COVID. Yeah. And then when I tried to get a refund because I didn't want to be a super spreader, they ignored my emails. So I hate <laughs> UNH with a burning passion. God forbid I do the right thing. Now I'm out 20 bucks from them. That's that's what happens when you're a poverty program and you need all the money you can get. Totally fine though. But anyway, I'm not mad. Um, <laughs> not at all. I'm, yeah, I'm going to definitely have uh, have both wins go to UMass against UNH, but I'm expecting a crazy, you know, just I'm, I'm going to be on the verge of tears the entire time, you know, either at UNH or watching it on TV. I'll probably be there for being honest with ourselves. Assuming I don't have COVID like last time. And uh yeah, I, I think we get the we definitely get the two wins, but it's gonna be scary. I have two wins as well. I think that I think there'll be a pretty nice bounce back weekend. There we go. All right. So uh we're coming to an end here of the regular season. Um second to last weekend, March first and second, uh home and home with UMass Lowell, the first one in Lowell, second one in Amherst. And uh this has always been a fun, fun matchup. The last couple of years, a lot of tight games, a lot of a lot of ref business in a lot of these UMass Lowell games, from my memory. But uh, I think it'll be pretty hard fought yet again. Obviously, there's the rivalry there, um, and those games always seem to be pretty close. Yeah, I got this going as a split. Um, I think it's going to be both teams take the home game, and I mean that's just again that's how a series with with Lowell tend to go. They're always super tough, very gritty, very physical, you know, and it's it's going to be tough to deal with all that physicality, especially towards the end of the season, because the feet the fatigue is just going to be building up over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like the players on both teams are going to be freaking gassed after both games. You know what I mean? It's just going to be that type of series. So, you know, I'm expecting greasy goals. I'm expecting just you know probably a couple game misconducts. You know, it's just yeah. going to be that type of series. You know, who knows how it's going to happen? You know, I, I can't go into the finer specifics of that, but. Yeah, I'm expecting, you know, we take it at Mullins, they take it at Songus, and, you know, we go from there. But, yeah, it'll be definitely a fun series for sure. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the home team's going to take each game in that series as well. All right, and then the last series of the regular season, a very strange UMass will be going up to Orono, Maine to close out the year again. Again, so two, yeah. Two games, Friday, Saturday against Maine on the road. Um, obviously, UMass took both games – last year and, and pretty pretty handedly as well i unfortunately just can't expect that again 
that was a pretty uh, pretty crazy result. But I think UMass is still going to fare all right. They're going to be coming off of a, a big win against Maine earlier in the season from my predictions. Um, I see this one as a, as a split. I hate you, Cameron. You're always taking my idea now, but <laughs> – Realistically, of course, I'm I'm sharing the same idea. I'm I don't even know what our records are going to be for the season, but I'm expecting really similar. Yeah. Um, obviously, in my not ideal but realistic reality, I have uh, us losing to Maine in the first game. So I'm expecting we probably lose the the first game of the series or of the you know of the specific weekend series to go down 0-2 against them. But I think very last game of the series, you know, Carby's going to be out there and be like, hey, we got to get one against these guys. You know what I mean? Finish the season mm-hmm. strong. And I think I don't think it's going to be a crazy, you know, handy win like that. But I'm expecting a cool four-two, you know, five-three. We probably get the empty netter to ice the cake, and then who knows, you know, if if we end up being fifth and they end up being sixth or something like that, we might end up playing them in in the playoffs. You know what I mean? We'll yeah. see how it shakes out. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it is because I think we're going to have very similar seasons, and mm-hmm. I think this very well could have that sort of, you know, playoff implication about it, saying, hey. We might just stay over, you know, over the weekend. We might, you know, we might just play you guys up in Maine or whatever. You know, who knows that, you know, they could come to Mullins. But we'll we'll definitely see how it shakes out. But, um, yeah, I'm expecting the split there. Yep, I'm right with you. And I don't see many games in the schedule that I won't be in attendance for. Those uh, Mankato ones, probably not. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> and then probably not these Maine ones as well. We just went up to Orono at the end yep. of last year. So that's that's probably a no. But everything else. I can see us. I can see us finding our way at somehow. I don't think you're going to be at the Dartmouth game. Let's be honest here. You really oh, go to the exhibition game? I don't even consider that a game. So I, Dude, I will not I'm, I'm going to be there. I, I will be, be there. there. All right. What else do I got to do on a Sunday afternoon? Little scouting. Dude, I'm I'm totally down. I'll I'll see how we're how we're playing around the lineups. I'm going to give you guys the best hockey journalism possible via the High Character Podcast. All right. And uh. Yeah, I'll figure it out for you guys. I'm dedicated. Not to say that Cam isn't, but hey, if, be, if you listen to the first episode, what I've been up to this summer, I need to take a little break on a Sunday. There you go. Hope you. I might go, I'm go hike another mountain while I'm up there. Yeah, hey, <laughs> we'll see sure. how that shakes out. Why not? Who so uh, yeah. that is that is the 34 game schedule. Obviously, we can't predict the Hockey East tournament because we don't know who we're gonna play. But uh, we have tallied up our records, and like Evan said, I think they're going to be pretty similar. My, I have UMass coming in at 16, 14, and 4. I have 18, 14, and 2. So All right. Good thing that my math checks out. But, yeah, I'm a little bit higher on the team, I guess, you know, just in terms of total wins. You know, I think in, in your scenario, you're swapping two wins for ties. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, overall, it's going to be an improvement on last season. We finished last season, what was it, 13, 17, and 5. Yep. I mean, I think just going above 500 is going to be a, a major step in the right direction. You know, yep. the team's going to be improved. I think the overall just kind of, you know, skill level and everything is just much better. So I think that'll translate into overall more wins. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. who knows? But that's that's how I'm feeling. I like this as a nice stepping stone season. Yeah. For the for the program. Definitely. All right, so uh, if you have a prediction for how UMass is going to fare this year in terms of record, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know how you think the team is going to do, if you think they're going to be worse, better, about the same. We'd love to hear it. Um, obviously, uh, our our uh, schedule preview episode from last year didn't go quite as planned, so uh, yet to be seen how we'll do. Um, I feel really good about my picks. I feel like you do too, but 
hockey is a crazy sport and anything could happen. So um, we'll, we'll see throughout the year how these hold up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very, very unlikely scenario where either of our records are 100% correct, you know what I mean? And it's even crazier to think that if we were to somehow like get every single series predicted right on the spot, that would be absolutely insane. But mm-hmm. anything's possible, dude. It's what's lovely about the sport of hockey. So Yeah, and hopefully we go – 13 or 34 0 and 0 and we're just dead wrong hey but you know you know what this means cam yeah we're gonna we're gonna at least find out how the aic game goes in 18 days it's true that sounds like that'll be that 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 right there just just rolling off the tongue felt like one of the best sentences i've ever said in my life (laughs) you love to hear it i cannot wait another observation looking at the schedule it's not nearly as fun as last year's schedule imo we had the uh, the Belfast trip. We had the Frozen Fenway game. Um, just not as many like exciting spots to look forward to. But maybe that'll be maybe that'll be a good thing. A nice nice boring schedule. Get business done. Not not too much fanfare outside of everything. I mean, I'll say objectively, it's probably not as fun. But I don't think it's as big of a drop off as you claim. Like I think I think the Lake Placid trip's gonna be freaking awesome. Yeah. Like I think fun. that's gonna be a nuts trip. Especially it's not as far as Belfast. <laughs> and it's definitely still, you know, gonna be a lot cheaper. And I think it's gonna be almost just as fun. I think yeah. that the destination is really cool. And I don't know, this might be a crazy hot take because we always gotta end on a hot take. I think Frozen Fenway is overrated after last season. I don't think it has anything to do with the result and how we got spanked by BC. I don't even want to think about that. But I don't know. I guess like I no, feel like Fenway's for baseball. Either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> You, yeah, you guys definitely know my my feelings on Fenway, but <laughs> dude, what's the point? Like, yeah. are you going there for hockey? But that's completely besides the point. But yeah, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't hate the the overall kind of the way that the the season shakes out schedule wise. I think we have some really cool games. Like, it'd be cool to see Michigan. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. sure wish that Fantilli was still there, but they're going to have some guys that we're going to be looking at anyway. And we're going to say, Oh, well, this is the next guy. That's going to be the Hobie Baker candidate. Great to see. Yep. So yeah, a lot of these teams definitely have some talent and uh, you know, we still play in my opinion, the best collegiate hockey conference. So obviously all those, you know, those hockey East games are going to be awesome to see as well. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this season. Like I said, 18 days, keep the countdown tomorrow. Yep. It'll be out there every day. So. It'll be an absolute blast. We're looking forward to it. Uh, you'll be able to see us uh, at most of these games. So if you do drop by, say hi. We'd love to talk to you guys. But yeah, um, let us know your record predictions on Twitter. And that's about all we got for this one. So we'll see you in the next one. Go UMass. Go UMass. Take care, everybody. And this is going to be a damn good season. I can feel it.